Welcome everybody to another episode of the Nerd Continuity where we talk about design, development and all other crazy sorts of stuff that we find online. Today I'm not alone, I'm with my beautiful girlfriend, Brina. Hi! Say hi to everybody. Such a beautiful girl. And she's here because she has to help me today to discuss a bunch of topics that involve her as well because she's more like kind of social savvy and then we're gonna talk about also about her website that I'm doing again from scratch I'm redesigning again the website she's the most demanding client ever and sometimes it's wonderful because she lives with me so she can say every day did you make my website? <laughs> not yet but we can talk about her new website I have some design to show you and we can talk about the main topic today is the best plugin for WordPress to have a multilingual website because your website is in English is both in Italian and in English okay so it's double language and WordPress doesn't come with this type of functionalities by default you need a plugin there are a couple of free plugins there are one plugin that I'm currently using that it's uh, you have to buy it it's not free but it's I think it's the best so we will check that later but let's start talking with the first topic that is not really newish let me switch here so we can see better it's uh, from a couple of weeks ago maybe and if you didn't notice Instagram released a new uh, pretty big update and now uh, from your Instagram account you can create stories a story is I have no idea what what is an Instagram story because it's a copy of the snapchat story so first what okay. is a snapchat I don't use it and I think it's stupid snapchat is a social network to share um, videos and photos and they are just uh, on for 24 hours so, so then, what, what you share is not permanent? No, so they're okay. going to disappear. That's stupid, so, but it's <laughs> And you have also a chat into Snapchat that basically um, when you write a message, uh, then that disappear like immediately. That so. sounds fun. <laughs> um, so, so it's yeah. not permanent. So um, first, well whatever uh, it sounds really silly but okay probably you guys are using it but i i don't use it i never used it i don't know if i will ever use it because it's kind of weird but anyway snapshot had this functionality was this section called stories that you can create a series of snaps and collect them into yes. a unique story and release the story and people can check this story from with different snaps from your day or your week, whatever. You can create a sort of like small vlog. If you put your it. story as a public one. Okay. Because it can be also private. Okay. And also the story, are the stories permanent? No, 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 no. Not even the no, stories. No, no, nothing is permanent in Snapchat. But it's not true because if we remember like a year ago, someone broke inside Snapchat's servers and everything that you thought it was deleted, it's there. They save a backup, multiple backups, of course, like they have everything that you share. All the dick pics that you sent are there in the Snapchat server. <laughs> Really disgusting. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, so now Snapchat was uh, just a gigantic success. Everyone wants to be on Snapchat. Businesses are using Snapchat 
to promote, I don't know, movies and... Just because it became really popular. Mm -hmm. But I think there was a marketing strategy from Snapchat because it wasn't very popular. It was Mm -hmm. just like uh was it teenage teenager app? yeah like, it was perfect for teenagers an app made by bros for bros yes because so. you you were just sharing <sighs> images and videos mm-hmm. like really silly ones with your friends mm-hmm. and then they just disappear so you don't have to think about it uh but after a while i think they tried to push that very hard and um out of the blue i started seeing like everyone on snapchat mm-hmm like famous people, influencers. So I really think they paid them to to be on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And after that, it became really popular. So now everyone wants to be on Snapchat. Yeah. But after this update on Instagram, after Instagram introduced the stories, um, now I think people are like debating. Uh, They're not sure, I think. Okay. Anyway, um, if you think about it, on Instagram, you have already all your followers, so you already built uh, an audience. Instead of Snapchat, you have to start again yeah, from scratch. If you're an influencer, Can you import easy. your friends from another app? Like, do um, you, sometimes when you sign up on a new social network, like, send a message to all I'm your contacts. I'm not sure. I think so. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I mean, we're talking about influencers, like you don't want your friends, you want your followers yeah, makes on sense. Snapchat. True, that's true. Like before Snapchat was, was just for friends, so yeah. it was fine. But now that it's so popular, it has mm-hmm. to be, yeah, you want everyone to yeah. follow you on Snapchat. So. True. So now Instagram literally copied Snapchat and introduced this new functionality that is a copycat of the stories and they even called it stories so it's just yeah, like they, they were pretty clear about yeah, that yeah. they were like totally yeah they did an interview with the ceo of instagram and he said yeah it was yeah. very candid about that i was like yeah for That's sure like it, i know it's very similar it was good inspiration <laughs> Fantastic. That's that's really <laughs> creativity, new stuff, like innovations. But yeah, now uh, Instagram just copied Snapchat because of the success and all this kind of stuff. Uh, following this, Twitter, that it's, it's sort of like one of my favorite social networks for now. It's struggling since the beginning. Like we hear, we hear about Twitter going to declare bankruptcy and losing a lot of money since yeah. the first year it started so he's trying every time to catch up with other social networks and to introduce new functionalities and new stuff now you can share gifts now you can live stream from twitter directly from the twitter app and all this kind of stuff and they are trying to open the moments moments section of twitter or at least what they want to do they want to open the moments section to all the users if you never if you've never seen the moment section of Twitter, it's normal. It's like, I don't think it's really used. It's kind of nice. It's up here with the little lightning bolt. And I think it's nice. It's nice. All these moments are actually, it's like a magazine. And all these stories are like, you're reading a newspaper and all these stories, magazines or moments are curated by specific companies or professionals or influencers like you were saying before so it's kind of like 
good quality content with good pictures and interesting thoughts sometimes it's just like silly internet stuff like that but it's it's a decent quality the thing is that snapchat stories and instagram stories are crappy quality because they have to be yeah it's like, like they're temporary meant, they're meant to be crappy yeah. and just momentary yeah like they're not permanent so yeah that's who true cares? just considering that you record like pretty much all your stories from your front-facing camera that has a horrible quality and it's just like gigantic pixels so it's just like something that you don't care so I wonder like if the move of Twitter to opening moments to more and more users and make it public is gonna ruin this section that it's kind of like a good section. And yes, now it's very nice. It's a decent section that you can actually enjoy and read good stuff and catch up on Twitter on all the most shared things and now opening to the average user, like, I mean, I'm an average user. I would never create a moment because I I don't think my contribution to this page, it's important or like I have something that it's at, at a quality that can contribute to increase the, I don't know, the engagement of this thing or even just sharing something interesting like, what what is like instagram stories like did you check the instagram stories what is just i like... actually can't because i don't have that update ah and you're on an iphone 5s yeah iphone 5s i don't know why uh i still don't have did you update your operating yeah. system yeah it's something iOS? updated so instagram I still can't. What are you doing, Instagram? I, don't know. I can't see that. You're yet. preventing Sabrina Miso to check stories. Well, I can um, check. It's I, fine. It's <laughs> fine. Okay, I can see stories, and they're boring. Like I, I'm not, I'm not using it. I'm not actually looking forward to see stories because our, I don't know, collection of silly moments and it's low just, quality. Yeah, because it's just instant sharing. So you just share something and that's it. True. So why you is this really happening? You don't think about it. Why is this happening? Why everything has to be it's... instant, not permanent? And why especially professionals like companies, business and influencers are using this stuff that are not permanent? It's just because it's popular. I mean, just because, yeah. because we have the technology and so we use it. I mean, at the end, it's just that. It's just like, it's just temporary. Nothing is permanent. We don't care anymore if we actually leave a sign or if we do something interesting for yeah. the future generations. That's sad, but yeah. That sucks. Anyway, moving on, we talk about this depressing stuff that is just like... A, who cares about social media? Just follow me on YouTube and we're going to be fine. <clears throat> social Sorry. networks are getting very sad. Yeah, true. Like... Talking about more funny things. Sabrina Misa's website that I'm redesigning. So this is the current status of the, her website. We have this like masonry grid made with CSS and JavaScript. And it's pretty standard. It was like that for uh, here. We have this beautiful side nav bar and everything is nice the new layout is going to be pretty similar 
but not too different. And if we if I can show you the new layout, there you go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> layout. Let me remove this. This is, this. Nice. This is so nice. Look at that. So the new layout is gonna be pretty much similar. We're gonna have the top nav bar, uh, the top nav menu. Probably we're gonna open a menu. I'm not sure still if we have the close menu, social network here, language selection and search, or the other option, having the menu directly open and social network and language and search only in line. So we have, I'm still discussing these two options. The other option is a, like a way in between that you yeah. start with the menu closed then you click, you open it and it opens like this, but then you have less space for the text if you have the title on top. So there are this stuff that it's a little bit from the user experience side, but it's not, it's not too, it's not too complicated. It's not gonna be too hard to define. I have to just experiment and use it and see how, how it feels. But overall, this is gonna be the new layout. So more content focused, less overlay text, way cleaner, uh, diffuse, diffuse drop shadows and big clear white button, bigger pictures everything more readable, so less clunkiness, more clean, more white space, and she likes this kind of stuff, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty beautiful. I like it clean, Everyone minimalistic it. style, yeah. Yeah, that's the trend. Yes. So I'm gonna do this design, I'm gonna release the website, and in six months she's gonna <laughs> come with, I saw this amazing website, can you make it like this? <laughs> can you update my website again? And I no, will I be... hope not. Yeah. I hope we just say with this, that's it. It's not gonna happen. Yes, that's it. It's not gonna happen. Who knows, maybe the blogs... Will never happen. Maybe blogs are not going to exist anymore. No, I think that's, <laughs> that's the opposite. Blogs are gonna succeed, are gonna conquer again the internet because everyone is doing this, like we are getting destroyed by the amount of media and like that's a news that's it that's another news oh this is happening that's it oh this is happening so you don't have time to yeah. um it's actually yeah you don't have time to spend like i don't know 20 minutes on one single thing and actually process it and understand it and learning something and make it your own and develop your own thoughts and decision or like Opinion is just like boom, 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 one after another, gif, 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 and it's just silly stuff. And then <laughs> horrible news, but the happy news is just like too much. Yeah, it's all together. So I think we will sooner or later, hopefully sooner than later, we will slowly go back on a slower pace of information, like more important information, less silly stuff, and more portals or more websites to access curated, well-curated, well-written and well-composed uh, information, news and personal stuff. And There are already these websites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Medium or... Yeah, it, it, it's true, Medium absolutely. Is a very good one. Absolutely. And I, I mean, uh, the blog was one of the first things that came with the internet and is still going strong. Like, of course, you don't have any more this big communities that everyone is on Blogger or everyone has the MySpace or everyone has the 
uh, I don't know what's like MSN spaces like all this. My thing. first blog was yeah. on MS MSN Messenger. Yeah. What it was in there. Yeah. <laughs> with this messenger it was yeah, like Windows Microsoft messenger, messenger. was my first blog yeah was, I remember it was like 18 yeah. years old and blogs are still running strong so I think we're gonna go back to they're, that but. they're changing but I hope they don't disappear because I like to write I think it's it's important to keep oh, yeah, writing definitely. like a picture a video they're awesome but they can't explain all you want to say mm-hmm. like you have to write it down so so if you want to read something interesting and spending a couple of minutes on the Sabrina Mises website, you can go there. Um, but also your website is running a multilingual plugin because you have your website both in Italian and English. So the first time I installed a multilingual plugin was six years ago or maybe and was my first choice was the Q Translate. So the Q Translate I think is discontinued, but now there's the Q Translate X that is a free plugin for WordPress. It was updated the last time three months ago and the I mean it works pretty much identical to the Q Translate. What it does basically applies in all your text, on every text, on every content, applies a specific unique tag, for example, like IT for Italian and EN for English inside uh, square brackets, and saves dynamically this entire content split by languages, and then the system takes care of splitting those languages in different tabs in your backend or in different pages in your frontend, so everything is there. Um, it was a good first approach at the beginning when you had your blog was like made of I don't know 20 or 30 blog posts it wasn't really big it was small Mm -hmm. just one page so it was really easy what happened when we tried to change it and move it and deactivate the plugin is that yeah we found all these thugs and the duplicated content inside every single page and every single yeah. blog and it was impossible to maintain. So the issue with this plugin, the Qtranslate, is that doesn't create a separated website. Everything is in the same location. So yeah. if you have a blog post, you're going to have the same blog post written in different languages, saved in the same post description, in the same code editor, and dynamically separated with the stacks that you don't see. But if you access the website or you deactivate the plugin, you're gonna have everything slapped there with all these horrible tags. Wasn't funny. Yeah, and (laughs) what did you have to do to fix it? Um, Basically, I had to edit all the posts. Yeah to delete the English uh, version and then add that again with the new plugin. (laughs) So the Qtranslate is good if you have a small website and you have just a couple of pages or you have to translate just few things. But if you need a bigger and better solution, I strongly suggest you, and this is not a paid advertising, absolutely, I'm using that on multiple websites, is the WP. ML that it stands for WordPress Multilingual Plugin, and it's great. It's not free; you have to buy it, but it doesn't cost much at all. Like buy into a lot. Let's check some price. So you can have 
the multilingual the multilingual blog if you have just a simple blog you can translate all the main things for just $29 per year and during the year you have the uh, full updates release so every time they update a new section or they release something new you can download it and if you decide to renew it without waiting for the plugin to expire the renewal is just $15 so it's like the half of the price that you pay same thing for the CMS if you want a CMS if you have like multiple sections and like multiple pages you have user sections and you need something more robust something more strong you have the option to buy the $79 uh, version and the release update the new year update is just $39 or if you really love this plugin you say okay I'm gonna buy it forever it's just $129 and it's free forever it's like <clears throat> not free you buy it once and you have updates forever and you can use it as much as you want uh, on every website and it's just like fantastic so what this plugin does it actually creates a multi-site because WordPress finally has the option to handle multi-site so you could have or you can have also potentially the subdomain for example uh, en.yourwebsite.com or uh, if it's in Italian it's it.yourwebsite.com and all this kind of stuff you can change the permalink structure mm -hmm. you can have everything separated and also translate also the backend the administration panel something yes. that the Qtranslate doesn't do so you have the administration panel in all the languages that you have your front end so it's pretty impossible to yeah. uh, get confused that sometimes happened <laughs> and also as the outro translations of taxonomies or mm -hmm. terms or menu items so it's it's pretty great you should totally check it out and how do you feel with this plugin now like it's more it. than like one it. year yeah it's like having another website yeah like a separated one so i have one in italian and one in english so I have the permalink yeah. that can be both in Italian and English yeah. for the same blog post. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, for true. The, um, the Qtranslate. For the SEO. Yeah, so Qtranslate couldn't a, handle no. different permalinks. No, with the one before I had just my um, the link to my website slash en slash the title. So if it was in Italian, it was the Italian title. Yeah. And like if the post is in English, it's not there. The best <laughs> oh yeah i bet <laughs> like you can't find yeah. my blog post because it's going to be in italian yeah yeah no it's uh, it's pretty good and it doesn't slow down your website at all because it creates another yeah. instance of your website it's completely separated and if you deactivate the plugin your website still works you have these two separated elements that they don't interact with each other and you don't encounter the problem of having duplicated content in the same post and yeah. this is pretty great also another thing if your subscription expires and you decide to not renew the plugin anymore you can still use it you're not you're just not gonna receive updates but you can still use it forever with the version that you have so if you're happy with that it's pretty great you paid once 30 bucks and you have a perfect website in multilingual um any 
pain points? Did you notice like sometimes you didn't like something or you wish something uh, could be done better? Maybe the taxonomy mm-hmm. to translate the tags. Okay. Oh, the tax I translation. Translate, yeah, because I translate every tag. Yeah. Usually from Italian to English. Sometimes I have duplicates mm-hmm. that I didn't notice. So sometimes I have the same tag twice in English. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I have to find which one I want to mm-hmm. create. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah, especially if you have, like me, like a lot of tags. Yeah, uh, you do. Can, yeah, <laughs> you can get a little bit of pain, yes, to translate Whoa, okay. all the tags. But I, I want to be precise and I want to translate everything. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's positive thing. So, well, uh, for me, I I tried a bunch of multilingual plugins, and for me, WPML is really worth the investment. It doesn't cost much, and it solves all the problems. Just create a legit multilingual website without having to fake it or create issues in your database. So it's it's pretty no, good. It's really pretty good. good. Yeah. And before with the other one, if I don't remember, Key translate. Yes, if I remember right, mm-hmm. um, basically it created a duplicate of every post. You remember? Mm-hmm. So if I didn't translate a blog post, you were able to see the blog post. Mm-hmm. But if you click inside, it was like, this is just in Italian. Oh, so it created the yeah, English or Italian, like the other language version, but it created it empty. Yeah. Without you having the ability to control it yeah. or deactivate it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, so. that's instead of like WPML, this is an example. This is the English version. As you can see here, we have, oh, probably you cannot see it, but it's uh, <laughs> forward slash EN for English. And we have a specific type of post. If you switch it to Italian, because she wrote more in Italian, we have different posts. The same, the one that she translated, but more stuff because she wrote more, she wrote more posts just for the Italian version. And these posts are not appearing automatically on the English version. No, I have to translate them. Yeah, exactly. So once I translate the posts, they're going to appear. Fantastic. But yeah, at least I have, it's totally separated. Yeah. I like that. Let's go. Okay. So we are pretty much it at the end of this episode, but before concluding, I, the last, the last time I did the live streaming thing, let me, uh, this is so warm in here. I'm so lucid. I'm so like (laughs) glowing. (laughs) It's so warm. Uh, anyway, the, in the last live streaming, I said that I cannot answer any more YouTube comments because I have uh, an average of 50 too comments many. per day. <laughs> too many comments. Yes, and I'm, too I'm many so, comments. I'm so happy about <laughs> it. I'm not complaining, but I don't have time to answer anymore. So I'm trying to answer. Sometimes I answer if the, the, the question is technical and I can answer right away but if the question is repeated and i already answered the question multiple times underneath the same video i usually skip it but i'm trying i'm starting to save the most interesting questions or the one that i can answer here under nerd continuity so now i have the comment section or the messages section of the nerd continuity reading some comments 
from you guys. So Sabrina will help me to read because I cannot read. It's not true. Oh, oh my wow. god. That was a long one. I'd say there is bitch. Okay, let's go in a presentation mode. So this guy, he mad. He mad. He mad. Hi, he mad. Hello, guy. Hello, man. Uh, I have got an amazing series named Create a Premium WordPress theme in YouTube being done by you. Thank you. You got it. Uh, it is in part 49 now. I just released part 50. Um, when will it be finished? When? Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no idea. No idea? No idea. Uh, let's, I have no idea. I mean, uh, I'm planning to do an average another like 20 videos maybe because we are finishing the sidebar. Then we have to style and create some unique custom options for the pages inside. And then we have to polish overall doing responsive. So it's not that much, but it depends if I encounter some important topics that I want to explain more or I want to add more functionalities. Sometimes you guys, you comment and you ask me, they ask me more stuff like, oh, can you do this? And I said, okay, let's do it. So I add something that it wasn't prepared and it increases the number of videos. But I mean, let's say around episode number 80. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. So 30 more. Sorry. Okay, let's keep going. Second one. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> Rohan, Rohan, I watch your videos and subscribe to your channel. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> the videos are exactly what I need. I want to know, can we create a custom fields through the function? As I'm creating it through CPT. CPT plugin is custom post type plugin. I don't want to use it anymore, please suggest. When I click at the screen option after taking custom fields, I get the text boxes underneath but all the time i have to give the static value please clear the concept thanks in advance uh yes this is a long question so the um, we can totally create custom fields if you follow the premium theme developer series development series i created a custom field and a custom post type in the back end through the functions for the uh, contact form i remember probably like the email field, I created this custom field. So you can totally check that code, copy it, duplicate it. And the custom post type plugin is pretty good. I use it at work sometimes when I'm lazy and I don't want to code. Um, the custom fields that you see at the bottom when you click the checkbox is a default stuff for WordPress that will list in automatic all the custom fields that you declared for that specific post type or that specific page. You're not forced to use them if you can code them by yourself. So uh, we're gonna do that, or I already did it, but then I'm gonna do the front end version of the thing. Is that clear? Super clear. <laughs> She's making fun of me. That's why I wanted here because she can make fun of me and doing a better episode. So Matt, did you you write this? You read this. You read this. I wrote this. You wrote this. She's Matt. <laughs> you you read this. I just wanted to email you to say that I think your tutorials are great, and they help me so much with my WordPress development. Thanks for Sorry. taking the time to do them. 
I also wanted to ask, will you at all be covering AngularJS with WordPress and Laravel with WordPress in the future? Or oh, Laravel with WordPress. And Laravel with WordPress <laughs> in the future. AngularJS yes. and Laravel. Yes, with WordPress. Okay. Do you know what AngularJS and <laughs> Laravel? That was that Pokemon that they released recently. <laughs> no, it wasn't. So AngularJS for sure. Uh, AngularJS is the JavaScript framework that I think now is developed by Google. Uh, yes, I will do, actually a year ago created um, an entire WordPress theme for work based on Backbone.js. Uh, I want to do it in AngularJS, but it's slightly complicated, slightly more complex. So, but I will definitely do it. I will definitely do um, tutorial series about AngularJS, about Laravel. Laravel with WordPress, it's a bit weird because Laravel is a framework, a PHP framework to develop application. WordPress is a CMS, so you don't really use a framework to build a theme for a CMS. It's kind of like convoluted process, like building a theme for WordPress is really linear. It's mostly based on procedural code and Laravel is strongly tied with object-oriented and MVC uh, module view controller logic that doesn't really work well with WordPress. You can make it work, but it's it's really hard to maintain for the future. So I'm not sure about it. I'm planning to do a series only about Laravel to like build, a, I don't know, like a su super simple, uh, super simple, my signature move. <laughs> a really easy web application, but just in Laravel because Laravel handles everything. But I don't know if I will ever integrate it with WordPress. It, I, I don't feel like it's a good move. It's kind of like really convoluted. But if you think it's good, let me know. And thank you, Matt, for the question. And the last one. Helmut. Helmut. Oh, Elementor. Elementor. I remember this. You remember <laughs> Elementor? Did Elementor. you see Elementor? No. No. It seems like a Pokemon. I don't know. <gasps> <laughs> That's an amazing plugin. Well, Can Elementor be used with every theme or are there or are there limitations? What free theme would you refer to in particular for a blog type of website to use with Elementor? Um, so this guy, Elmut, thank you so much for your question, is referring to the video I did about Elementor where I presented this plugin for like, it's a page builder plugin for WordPress. And Elementor can be used with every theme. Every theme that has a default page template can accept Elementor. The new version of Elementor comes also with template customization. So you can create your own unique template that overrides the page and save it and use it for a specific page. So it's just amazing. And the uh, free themes that you could use with Elementor, pretty much everyone, like the default themes of WordPress, like 2012, 2013, 14, 15, and 16, like all those line of blogs of blog themes are pretty good. They work seamlessly with Elementor and it's really easy to use. And there's a, it's a source code from the WordPress developer. So it's like, you can totally be safe with those themes. Um, that's it.
We're at the end. We are at the end of our adventure. Oh, I thought was, there was another question. Another question? No, just four questions, as you can see here. So sad. Okay. Okay. So we're at the end. As usual, thank you so much for checking this video. If you like it, please give it a thumbs up. If not for me, it's because Sabrina is here and she sat through this painful experience. No, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. It's fine. I just, like, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't contribute <gasps> very <can't>. much. <laughs> no, you make me company and it's, it's cute talking to you. Or not talking alone to a screen. Wow. Yeah, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> you always know what to say. Cheesy. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're watching this video, if you're listening to this podcast, most likely you know who I am and where you can find me. But anyway, you can find me on YouTube with one more WordPress tutorials for WordPress or GitHub or whatever other things for development and design. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook and uh, Google+. And there's my website also, alicat.com, where you can check all different blog posts I wrote and there's also the support me page if you want to spend a couple of minutes check that page if you want to follow Sabrina she's on Twitter and Facebook she has a Facebook page Sabrina Miso that is incredible she she started recently a YouTube channel where she does vlogs and updates about life and in general stuff <laughs> and she in general, in general uh, no, it's they're really travel cute. videos. Yes. I try to make travel videos. Those are really beautiful. I I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, they're pretty great, <laughs> and and you can check her website as well, sabrinamiso.com. That sooner or later I will develop the new version, and most likely I will live stream the coding experience because. Of course, I will end up coding this new theme during night instead of sleeping because that's what I do. Thank you, Sabrina. <laughs> Sorry. So you can keep me company by following the live stream of me crying and coding and eating chocolate at the same time. Thank you so much, you guys, for checking this video and I'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.